from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. G'day, I'm Graham VK4, Baker Baker. Lots of good news and info this week. We start with a note from Herman Horn who says the Melbourne International Hi-Fi Show... October 12-14, is shaping up to be the best and most successful show of its type in Australia, with many exclusive releases and world firsts lined up to excite the senses of attendees. Opening Friday, October 12, and running through to the Sunday, the show attracts thousands of music lovers, home entertainment enthusiasts, and those interested in buying their very first hi-fi system. Combined with Australia's only three-day record fair, the show is a must for vinyl, turntable lovers, and ham radio operators everywhere. Something else that's a must is President VK7 Tango Whiskey's presidential address shortly, What the WIA Do. VK2 LAW in international news with something right out of Harry Potter as a radio hams company advances cloaking technology. W1YW continues to stretch technological boundaries of belief with a new patent disclosing a novel means of turning invisibility on and off. Also, TV for nothing, get your flicks for free. Felix will be taking a Captain Cook at GB250CC. VK4 JJW a look at National DMR Net. Whilst VK3 Golf Tango Victor tells of a podcast worth a listen called More Than Seven Dirty Words. All this and more still to come in this week's News You Can Trust from the WIA for Father's Day 2018. Hello fellow hobbyists. The WIA's website has served us well for many years under the experts Rob, VK3DN and Mark. VK3OHM. Having done such a great job maintaining and developing it over the years, it has become time to undertake a refresh in the vision of 2020 and beyond. The WIA team are looking for volunteers to assist with the management of the website and various systems and aid in the migration of the existing content. So if you're an amateur systems operator or perhaps a professional one that has a flair for creating stunning websites, I, Joseph Mullins, VK5FJDE, and the IT team would love to hear from you. Please flick us an email at it at wia.org.au. Representation, education, and promotion. It's what the WIA does. This is Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, WIA Director and President. And under representation, the International Amateur Radio Union, or the IARU, is the only amateur radio body recognised by the International Telecommunications Union at World Radio Conferences. And Australia has representation on the International Amateur Radio Union. Australia is a member of Region 3, or Oceania, and the IARU Region 3 board includes Director Peter Young, VK3MV. The 17th IARU Region 3 Conference is being held in Seoul, Korea in a few weeks' time and runs for about a week. The conference is being hosted by the Korean Amateur Radio League and the WIA board has nominated Greg VK2GPK as delegate and Dale VK1DSH as observer to attend the conference. The WIA will also be sending representatives to the World Radio Conference in 2019. This clearly demonstrates the WIA's commitment to supporting and representing amateur radio internationally. As mentioned by Aidan in last week's board comment, the WIA board has identified an issue with repeater and beacon assignments and is working towards creating a team of accredited frequency assigners. 
Many clubs are resorting to paying substantial amounts of money to alternative frequency assigners to do the assignment for them, and the WIA is working on offering a frequency assignment service at a reduced rate for members, affiliated clubs and community groups. We now have the insurance in place and are currently looking for suitably qualified individuals. Okay, under promotion... Myself and Vice President Greg, VK2GPK, attended the Northeast Radio Group's AGM. This was done via video conference and the format was a 30-minute presentation, then 30 minutes of questions and answers. This facility is available to all affiliated clubs. All you need is a good broadband internet connection with the ability to project onto a big screen and amplify audio from a PC. If interested, then email support at wia.org.au. The think tank of the WIA is the Strategy Advisory Committee, and they have some new members following nominations being received. We welcome Phil, VK4PG, Grant, VK5GR, Peter, VK4EA, Ewan, VK4ERM, David, VK4MZ, and Aidan, VK4APM, as the board representative. This committee is working on a number of white papers that will be submitted to the WIA board prior to going out to the amateur community for consultation. One of the priority areas is membership engagement. And talking about that, the WIA Marketing Group was formed from a group of interested amateurs that attended the Club President's Lunch that was held just before the WIA AGM in May. This group is focusing on how to promote and market the hobby and the WIA and will be working closely with the Strategy Advisory Committee. Education. In June, the ACMA released the consultation paper New Approaches to Amateur Radio Qualification Arrangements. Amateur Radio Learning and Assessment is currently provided on behalf of the WIA and the ACMA through a deed of agreement between the ACMA and WIA. The current service is delivered throughout Australia through a geographically diverse network of clubs with almost 300 assessors and learning facilitators undertaking over 1,300 assessments per year on a volunteer cost recovery basis. The WIA received a total of 17 direct submissions from members of the WIA and others within the amateur community expressing deep concern for the approaches suggested in the ACMA consultation paper. These concerns and suggestions were included in the WIA submission and can be summarised as strong opposition to changes to the amateur radio qualifications framework that result in a reduction in the social and community outcomes that amateur radio provides to approximately 14,000 Australian amateur operators, their clubs and the communities in which they operate. Or it exposes the hobby to further existential, which is high cost for low numbers, risk or imposes additional barriers to entry for new operators or the barriers to the advancement of existing operators. The ACMA received 45 submissions and has settled on Approach 1, which is an approved body to provide training, conduct examinations and issue certificates of proficiency through delegation under the Act. Approach 1 also outlines that the organisation is a registered training organisation. The ACMA is preparing to release a request for tender document in late August, early September for the replacement service, and the WIA is currently preparing for the release and response to that tender. On behalf of the WIA board, this has been Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA. 
and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news. I'm Jason VK2LAW. Chinese state missile maker Kasik and its commercial space subsidiary X-Space is preparing to launch its KZU-1A Y-8 solid rocket before the end of September, carrying the Centerspace 1-1S test satellite into 700 kilometres SSO. This mission will be additional to the approximately 35 being planned by main space contractor CASC for 2018. This means that together with CSAC, emerging players like X-Space, Landspace and potentially OneSpace, there could be around 40 Chinese launches in 2018. Austria OVSV, amateur radio, only a toy. The Austrian National Society, OVSV, has responded robustly to a press release put out on August 17 by the Austrian Ministry for Transport, Innovation and Technology, BMVIT. In July, the BMVIT consulted on proposed changes to the regulations for the amateur radio services. Such were the concerns raised by the proposed changes that over 550 radio amateurs responded out of the total amateur population of about 6,000. It is understood the plan to force radio amateurs to renew their call sign every 10 years or else lose the call sign was one area of particular concern. The amateur radio service is thrown into a pot of cheap radio applications such as remote controls, toys, garage door openers, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, sports equipment and wireless microphones and equated with CB radio. Even the described time limit for authorisations after all for 10 years, is nonsense and certainly no administrative simplification. Without justification, the licence granted for an indefinite period of time will be withdrawn here, a circumstance that is also concealed in the BMVIT press release. The talks about regaining the permit were interrupted and not yet continued. News out of the United States. USCSG Courier VOA alumni installed new exhibit at Voice of America Museum. U.S. Coast Guard VOA employees formed long-lasting friendships with citizens of Rhodes. While many Americans were driving big-finned cars and enjoying the prosperity of the 50s, the citizens of Rhodes, Greece, were still digging themselves out of rubble remaining from their location as a Nazi stronghold during World War II. Then in 1952, the Voice of America and United States Coast Guard Cutter the Courier came into town as part of then-President Harry Truman's Operation Vagabond. The deep Greek-American friendships formed there and dollars Americans brought helped rebuild Rhodes with an unofficial marshalled plan. The courier was stationed in the port of Rhodes, Greece and broadcast VOA news into Russian territory to defeat Soviet jamming near VOA listener areas. It used a barrage balloon to hold its medium wave antenna aloft and contained the most powerful communications radio transmitter ever installed on board a ship. Radio Ham's company advances cloaking technology. The ARRL reports Fractal Antenna Systems Incorporated, established by noted radio amateur and inventor Nathan Cohen, Whiskey One Yankee Whiskey, continues to stretch technological boundaries of belief. In an August news release, the firm confirmed the issuance of its newest patents that will enable the next generation of stealth-like invisibility and absorptive shielding. The technology has both commercial and military applications. It discloses a novel means of turning invisibility cloaks on and off by changing the characteristics of a boundary layer. Petition launched to save WWV. 
the United States government is planning to close radio stations WWV, WWVB and WWVH in 2019. An online petition has been set up to change that, though at the time of receiving this item only about 7% of the necessary signatures had been gathered to oblige a response from the White House. TV for nothing gets your flicks for free. I would think each and every one of us, guilty of Googling for ham radio-related information, have seen the unwanted plug on our screens for free TV, which turns out to be nothing more than an advert for a free-to-air TV antenna. Well, reports in suggest 20% of homes in the US use a digital antenna to pick up live TV, up from 16% just two years ago, according to Parks Associates Market Research in Texas. Dwayne Warizniak in Silver Lake, Minnesota, cites high TV bills every month for the increased antenna sales. According to the report, in the Twin Cities and much of Minnesota, antenna users can receive 10 to 60 TV channels, often in high-definition quality, over the air at no expense. Honduras, donation of ham radio equipment for emergency comms. On August 22, 2018, the National Telecommunications Commission of Honduras, abbreviated CONATEL in Spanish, delivered radio communications to COPECO, donated by ITU for emergency communications. Honduras is part of a pilot project of ITU that includes Central America and the Caribbean, aiming to achieve full implementation in South America. Miguel Alcane, ITU Area D representative, said that the most important thing is that Conatel, Copico and the radio amateurs start working with the WinLink tool. I'm now very happy to know that we're doing something before disaster strikes. The cooperation agreement also includes a training process. To this effect, Copico technicians, along with professionals of the 9-11 National Emergency System and Conatel personnel, initiated a series of workshops with the support of Honduran radio amateurs. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's Contact Sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. This weekend, the biggie on the contest calendar is the All-Asian DXSSB Contest, 1st and 2nd of September. Then October 6th is the Worldwide Oceania DX Contest. Through the DX window, Moldova, ER. Roberto, IK1HGE is QRVSER stroke IK1HGE until September the 1st. Activities on 8 of the 10 metres using only SSB. QSL to IK1 HGE. France F. Reg, G3 WPF is QRV with special event called TM100 HAB until September the 4th to commemorate the 100 years since the liberation of Hardicourt, Oxbore in the Somme in World War One. Activities on 160 to 6 metres using CW with some SSB. Republic of Korea, HL. Special event station D73V is active until the end of August to commemorate the 73rd anniversary of the Korea's independence. QSL via 6K0MF. Minami, Turashima, JD1. Take, JG8, NQJ is QRV as JD1 stroke JG8, NQJ, on Marcus Island, IOTA OC073, and remains there until September the 6th. QSL via the operator's instructions. Bulgaria, LZ. Special event station LZ35PAR is QRV until August 31 during the 35th FAI World Freefall Style and Accuracy Landing Championship, QSL via LZ1ZF. Czech Republic, OK. Special event station OL100CSR is QRV until October 31, to celebrate the founding of Czechoslovakia 100 years ago. QSL via the Bureau. England, G. Members of the Pontefract and District Amateur Radio Society are now active as GB250CC, 
until September the 28th. To celebrate the 250th anniversary of Captain Cook's first voyage of discovery to the Pacific, spanning the years 1768 to 1771. Captain Cook sailed out of Plymouth on August 25, 1768, on the ship called the Endeavour. Other activations may be possible over the next three years to coincide with key moments of the voyage. QSL by the Bureau to GB250CC. Further from September includes Thailand, HS. In celebration of the 50th anniversary of the IAA Region 3, members of the Radio Society of Thailand are QRV as HS50IAAU until October 31. Australia, VI. Celebrating this year's World War I Armistice Day Centenary on air November 3rd to the 15th will be VI6PAX. Brunei, V8. Members of the Brunei Darussalam Amateur Radio Association RQOV with Special Event Station V850IAAU until October 31 to celebrate the 50th anniversary of IAA Region 3. QSL by V85TL. Morocco. Operators Jose EA1ACP. Jen, EA5EL, Francisco, EA7FTR, and David, EB7DX, will be active with the special call sign 5E5A for national celebrations in Morocco. August 19-21 and August 30-3rd, to September the 3rd, operations will be on CW, SSB and FT8, QSL by EA7FTR, Vietnam 3W9, JSEC, SP5APW will be active as 3W9JK-P, from Cham Island, AS162, from September 15 to 22, and as 3W9JK from Hoan City in Quan Nam Province from September 22 to 27. Activity will be on 20 to 6 metres using SSB. QSL Boris home call sign SP5APW via the Bureau. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Thanks, Felix. There's a lot happening with NETS this week, so how about this one? Wondering what all this DMR stuff is about? Of course you've heard about it, digital mobile radio, and maybe you've even lashed out and put down a few hard-earned dollars on one of those El Cheapo, relatively anyway, digital handhelds. DMR may never replace HF or VHF analogue, but it's a fun way to get involved in cutting-edge stuff without breaking your brain cells or the bank, or upsetting the neighbours anymore with your ever-increasing antenna farm. For most of us, nothing takes the place of amateur radio, however that's what this is all about, as DMR is just the latest up-to-date way for hams to communicate, and it can even be on a global scale with no atmospheric noise, fading or interference to mar your conversation. There's a growing number of DMR repeaters around Australia, and every Tuesday evening at 19.30 Eastern Time, Peter VK4NBL runs the VK DMR net, which recently attracted VKs from Hobart to Perth and Ayers Rock to Thursday Island. If you think this is something that you'd like to know more about, and you already have a DMR-capable radio, the VK DMR net is on Talk Group 3809, Time Slot 1, and also accessible from Reflector 4. 4809. Repeater and hotspot connections all work just fine. Hope to hear you there next Tuesday at 19.30 EAST. And tell Peter you heard about it first on WIA National News. I'm John, VK4JJW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Q News Workbench and Media Watch. Paul Gaskell, 
Golf 4 Mike Whiskey Oscar, editor the 5 MHz newsletter, advises the latest edition is available for free PDF download from the external link section of the Wikipedia 60 metre band page. This edition includes 5 MHz news from eight countries, features the world of 5 megs, CPT, the UK 5 meg beacons, and useful propagation sites for 5 megs and readers' feedback from Golf 4 Delta Whiskey Victor. On the workbench, Saturday the 1st, UTC time in the UK, we'll see as the lead-in event for the Telford Hamfest a presentation by Heather, Mike Zero HMO, described as an HF Swiss Army knife. This is a small, digital, very portable device that measures VSWR, RF power, DC voltage, resistance, continuity, HF frequency, and includes a GPS for latitude, longitude, maidenhead locator, and OS grid reference. Good on you, Heather. Hello, I'm Col, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news. First up, the final frontier. AO73 FunCube 1 has been in space for almost five years, and the original sun-synchronous orbit has now changed slightly, such that the spacecraft will no longer be in eclipse for 35 minutes every orbit. The eclipse period has already reduced, and will again become zero on September 8. This means the usual autonomous switching between transponder on in eclipse and high-power telemetry on when in sunlight will no longer be effective. Therefore, AO73 FunCube 1 initially will operate for alternate periods of one week in either safe or educational modes. The new schedule was put into effect on Friday, August 31. ARIS packet system revived. Similar to the AO7 satellite resurrection several years ago, the packet radio on the International Space Station has begun working again. NASA ISS ham radio project engineer Kenneth Ransom, N5VHO, said reports indicated that the NA1SS packet signal returned mid-August. He said no idea how long it will last, given the degrading state of the current hardware, and the longer it lasts, the better. The packet signal on 145.825 MHz has been copied in Europe, South America, India and elsewhere. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA. Nobu JA0JHQ is currently active until September 3rd as T88PB from Karor Palau, IOTA reference OC009. The main activity will be during the All-Asian DX SSB contest on this weekend. Jacques F6HMJ is active as SV8-F6HMJ from Ios Island, EU067, until the 6th of September. He's operating CW and SSB on the 40 to 10 metre bands. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ILLW. The International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend was, according to experts, another successful event with 440 stations entered from 49 countries. Southgate Amateur Radio Club News are reporting that the entrance list for 2019 already has 71 lighthouses listed for the weekend of the 17th and 18th of August 2019. Worldwide Special Interest Group's The Podcast World. FCC launches more than seven Dirty Words podcast. The FCC has launched a new podcast series, More Than Seven Dirty Words, that will feature interviews with FCC officials and staff, in addition to others in the communications arena. The podcast aims to share untold stories, explain important policy issues, and maybe even do the impossible, make telecom interesting, the FCC said in announcing the new media outlet. The podcast title is drawn from the first episode's introductory discussion, which touches on the court fight over George Carlin's Seven Dirty Words and the fallout from the 2004 Super Bowl halftime show. 
Clive, VK6CSW, joins us now with the latest news from the Worldwide Special Interest Group, Radio Amateurs Old Timers. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6 Charlie Sierra Whiskey, reminding you that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's September Bulletin to go to air. This month, as well as all the club news, we have talks on leap years and photonic chips. ICs which use light rather than electricity and could be the foundation of ultra-fast computers. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to tune in and to join in the callbacks afterwards. The broadcast originates in Melbourne at 10am local time on the VK3 REC 2 meter repeater with simultaneous relays on 1825kHz and 7146kHz. At 0100 UTC, for Eastern States listeners, Hans VK5YX will transmit the program on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz. Also, at 0100 UTC tomorrow, we have a trial broadcast from VK6JI on 80 metres on 3620 kHz. At 0200 UTC, for West Australian listeners... The program is transmitted simultaneously on 7088 kHz and via the linked repeater network. At night, the broadcast is repeated at 20.30 hours Melbourne time on 80 metres on 3650 kHz. In Tasmania at 19.30 on the VK7RAA and 7RTC networks, plus a TV presentation by Tony, VK7AX, at 20.30 hours Tasmanian time. From Tuesday, you can download the audio file from the club website at www.raotc.org.au where you'll also find full details about the club. Tune in tomorrow for the September RAOTC Bulletin. Thank you, Clive. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Young Timers. Yota, youngsters on the air. You are the future of amateur radio. Yota 2018 patron Gary Immelman, ZS6YI, told Yota 2018 delegates in his address on the last evening of the event that is now heralded worldwide as the best ever. He said the intention this year was to subject participants to relatively high-intensity amateur radio fun with as many diverse segments that could be mustered during this short week. Gary said this year's event only touched the tip of the iceberg and so many more projects could have been embarked upon but that everyone had a taste of what could be done in our hobby and especially what can be built upon to make Yota of the future an ever-changing and even better experience than the last. Gary urged the participants to become leaders in their respective organisations and praised the enthusiasm and vigour in how they participated in the various activities, adding that it gives him comfort that the future of amateur radio is indeed very bright. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio, Wyson Net. Wyson Queensland holds a net every Sunday on 7075 kHz from 8.30am. The net calls in regular stations and then invites new stations to call in and if conditions are poor on 7 MHz, net control might move to around 3600 kHz. There's also a pre-Wyson net on 20 metres, with Noel, VK4NL in Harvey Bay, conducting the call-in on the ANZANET frequency, 14183 kHz, from 8.10am, just 20 minutes prior to the Wyson net. Worldwide Special Interest Group's VHF and above, the plumber's delight. 
microwatt signal generator and EME test on 10 GHz in Hobart. In order to check out his 10 GHz EME system, Larry, VK7WLH, pointed his 60cm dish from Kingston to Rex, VK7MO, at Tolman's Hill over an 8km non-line-of-sight path. VK7WIA News says that Rex used his signal generator to transmit to a tiny 3cm by 4cm horn, and Larry was able to detect Rex's signal generator down to 100 microwatts. In a second test, Rex beamed to Richard, VK7ZBX, over a 22km path obstructed by Mount Disappointment. Richard used a small 18cm by 23cm horn to Rex's tiny horn and modulated his signal generator in AM mode with the digital mode QRA64D. Richard was receiving on SSB, so the lower sideband and carrier were filtered out so he could decode the upper sideband QRA64D signal from the signal generator. This time, Rex was able to reduce the signal level to 1 milliwatt, and Richard still got good decodes. Following these tests, Larry was readily able to copy the DL0SHF beacon in Germany and G3WDG in the UK off the moon. That's all in this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. I'm Col, VK3GTV. Just time to have a look at the social scene. We'll just have a look at September. Actually, September's where VK4 wrap up their year. They've got a lot happening. September 8, VK4, the Sunshine Coast Ham Fest at the Wumbai School of Arts. September 21 to 23 in VK4, the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM at Lake Maraboon. And September 28 through to October 1 in VK4, the Cardwell Gathering. While September 9 in VK3, the Sadark Ham Fest and Comms Day. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. You know the drill. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.